Welcome to Mondays, where every day here at Breaking Tables, you have a good time. This is Brian with Breaking Tables. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the bills. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the bills. It's the mafia, I'm with the Buffalo Bills. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the bills. Hotline, hotline, hotline Mondays. Who you reppin', what's your team? You know I'm reppin' for my team. I got that challenge on my team. Like a high Jordan boy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got Tappanee on the house. He's not skipping tonight. He's like, nope, not doing that. Nope, not again. Uh, you know, happy birthday to your wife. I guess that was a reasonable excuse, but uh, don't do that. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> Tell her to change her birthday next time. We, we got 363 more days to worry about that. We got easy. We got digs. Uh, we also got Tommy the, from the Mafia Sports Report. Gents, happy Monday. How's it going, guys? Happy Monday is right. Uh, I love it. Love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so there's a lot to talk about, guys, and I want to get into it. It's yes, this is uh this is a hotline uh special we're doing tonight. So you see that number scrolling on the side. Uh, at the bottom there, uh, we, we want you guys to call in, whether it's to make fun of us, uh, to talk shop. We want to hear what, you know, what you guys have to say. So dial in 877-716-1714. Uh, that's 877-716, as in Buffalo uh, area code. <laughs> 1716. Somebody's already calling in right no, now. 1714. Okay. 1714. Sorry, Stefan Diggs and uh and uh Josh Allen Stefan Diggs. All right, let's go ahead and take oh, our first call for the night here. Let's do this. Let's do this. That's your mom. Get the laundry out of the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, well. This is Breaking Tables. You're on the air. Who's this? Who do you think it is, man? I have no idea. You called me. It's, it's your newest It's your newest number one fan. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. When we want to talk about my uh, newest number one fan. I want to talk about what I said last week. Who's oh, be Ryan Hickman. Team? Ryan Hickman. What's going on, brother? <laughs> I don't I don't have caller ID when you're going through the, uh, the special hotline number. Thanks for calling. What's up, bud? What's on your mind? Who's going to start a defensive end? Who's going to start a defensive end? And why do we keep on signing people? Oh, that's a good question. Let's go ahead and start with Neil. You want to answer that, bud? Why do we keep signing all these defensive guys? You got to have depth. That's just it right there. You got to have depth. This is the NFL. Players get hurt all the time. Tommy, do you agree with that? Or is uh, Tampa Neil lying to his face to us? <laughs> lying to our faces. No, no, you always got One, you always have to have depth. Two, um, you got to have it for training camp. You, you just do. Most of these guys are not going to make the team. Most of these guys probably won't even make the practice squad. Um, the defensive tackle position is what really is shaky with me because Harrison Phillips worries me. And also, uh, uh, you well, hold on a second. Star Latula, uh, he hasn't played in a year. We don't know. We He, he has that potential what-if factor because we don't know yet. Thank God we get preseason games to take a look at these guys and really let let us in our armchairs evaluate them. Coaches, you listen to us. That's all you got to worry about. Yep. They yeah, yeah, listen to us. <laughs> all right. Listen, well, guys, I'm going to jump off here. I love you guys. Have a great show. Awesome, brother. Thanks, Go Ryan. Bills. Go Bills. 
That was uh, Ryan Hickman with uh, Bill's Mafia memorabilia. Uh, so you guys got to give them a, a like and a, a share. And uh, the next few episodes coming up, we're going to be doing starting some giveaways. So we've partnered up with uh, Bill's Mafia memorabilia, Ryan Hickman and Nate Geary, uh, those guys over there. And we're going to uh, we're gonna start doing some uh, some giveaways. So all you got to do is watch the show and make fun of Tampa Neal and uh, you'll be good to go. Jeez, I got another phone call. <laughs> Man, right, look at some going on. We got a caller. Okay, let's see if we can make this happen. Oh, oh, Grasshopper. Breaking tables. <laughs> You're on the air breaking tables. Who's this? Hey, what's up, fellas? It's uh, Don in Buffalo. Don in Buffalo. What's going on, what's brother? Up, happy Don? Monday. This is for you, man. Yeah, Cheers. happy Monday it is. Yeah, I got to love man. it. No. I am drinking wine. I, I, so, I couldn't have had. I couldn't find any beer. So, Don, what are you drinking? Uh, nothing. I, I was drinking earlier today. I had a little golf tournament, so nice. now it's uh, relaxed right time. Get ready for the hockey game tonight. Awesome, Hell yeah, man! man. Woo! Yeah, I actually <laughs> Tampa guy. I actually lived in Tampa twelve years, so uh, I'm actually not rooting for the Lightning. But um, oh, cut them off. It's hard to actually. <laughs> I'm looking at the two goalies. I like the just. I love the goalie matchup. So that's absolutely you don't get to see this uh, very often. So I, um, I want to make a comment about the, the last caller called about the defensive end. Yeah, it, that, that's an easy that's an easy question because you know Hughes. This was last year. Addison. This could be his possibly last year. You could yeah. you know maybe one of them gets moved. You don't know before that. We got a lot of young guys coming in. Um, I love the two that they picked up this year. I, I was a big Russo fan coming in. He might not be a hundred percent ready to go as, um, like Boogie is. Boogie's a little more NFL ready to go this year, but, um, I like the upside of Russo. But the thing I wanted to really talk about is this Cole Beasley thing because I am, I am a pro, um, pro on the shot. I think the vaccine is what's making America get back to normal again. And I am one of the 70% in New York State that has been vaccinated. And you look at Beasley, he's a Texas guy. So you look at that state, they're a little more lenient compared to like New York where we are. And um, I get where the NFL is coming. Um, I don't like that he's publicly coming out and doing this. I think it's a huge distraction. And I'm sure, you know, McBean, um, I'm sure they're not happy about it. Um, the funny thing was, is I know I see a lot of fans saying, Hey, we really support Cole. We support him. I'm like, I don't, I don't support him on it at all. Um, if you're going to knock it a shot, which that's your right. Don't talk about it. Don't just blast it on social media because it's all over the place. And to me, it's a huge distraction with the best team we've had in 10 plus years. You know, it's, um, I don't like it at all. I really don't. I, you know, I got a comment on that, and we're actually one of the topics that uh, we we're going to bring up later this evening is is the the Cole Beasley coming out and saying that, uh, and so that's definitely a good question, I, and I appreciate your 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 thoughts on the matter. Everybody is uh, and has the right to have their own opinion, uh, and that's why I love about this country. Um, should people be out there running, uh, talking about their business, their personal life out on social media? I mean, I can't answer that because I, I, I personally don't, I personally wouldn't want to, you know, it's no one's business, but mine and my family's, um, I think also too, but with Beasley was more of, uh, it's not so much the vaccine, but it was just the, 
the fact that there was a segregation between not having the vaccine and 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 doing that and and, and versus you know the, the vaccinated players. So I, I just I think that he had a right to to be out, uh, outraged about it, but not necessarily. Maybe uh, I agree with you. Maybe he probably could have just kept it personal, but uh, that's Cole Beasley. That's Cole Beasley. We love yeah. him for football. Um, that's why we love all these players for football. And if they don't do good on the field, we don't care about what you do out the field. Unless, I mean, obviously, unless you're like killing people and stuff, and that's fucked up. We don't, we don't want that to happen. Um, so uh, can that, I make can, can I make a point off of that? What you just said too? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Uh, so. So my, my biggest thing is, you know, we're we're in the United States of America. We're very fortunate to have the amount of vaccines we have available. Look at all these other countries in the world. They're still shut down, you know, because they don't have the vaccine. I suffered from COVID. I'm still dealing with symptoms from COVID, and I'm only 42 years old. So to me, anybody, to, it just seems selfish not to want to get it. Just get the shot. Well, and be done with it. I mean, we could. We're getting out of football. Hey, I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, we're we're not by far uh, medicals in this field by a huge margin. Uh, and so I'm gonna just go ahead and pass this this question. I mean, it's a good question. Uh, that's for a debate another time. Uh, I think we touched about Cole Beasley pretty good, and uh, we all had good uh, thoughts on that. So I appreciate you calling in, brother. All right. Absolutely. Take care, guys. I'll awesome. listen to the show. Thank you, my man. Hey, go Bills. Got it. Well, you know, that was a good that was a good question to ask. It was definitely a good question to ask, and I just think that uh, uh, Dampy Neil, you're you're right. It's just we're kind of veering off uh, too too far down that road of just like let's not talk about vaccines all day and talk tick for that. Yeah. I think it was uh, it's just a pressy issue. My my biggest concern uh, was actually the Buffalo News is when they uh, they they posted that uh, the cartoon article. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. Where they had. Uh, that the the one guy who who came out and said that he was gay and he that was the caption was I'm gay per Buffalo News and then on the uh, the other side I had uh, oh, oh sorry the the headline of that was uh, what was it things I'm, I'm ignorant or oh, yeah that's that was Cole Beasley and then uh, Jordan yeah. Poy defending them and I'm like you know what that guy Buffalo News you've been weighed you've been measured and you've been found wanting uh just because I I don't I I don't I don't think you, you what's the point of you doing that uh you're 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 not blasting somebody for coming out that's great I I think it's amazing what he did uh but then Cole Beasley because you felt it was against your thoughts you, you blasted him for it. I don't think that's right. And I'll never watch your, any of your news ever again because of that. Uh, well, just craziness. To, to defend that, uh, Brian, it wasn't them that made that cartoon thing. It was they a, somebody it. called Adam Ziggles. Okay. He's like a, I don't know. Which, new, like which newspaper did that publish out of them? No, I, I get mm-hmm. what you're saying, but maybe they're just showing that this person made it. I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't read no, the article. He, he's a cartoonist for the newspaper itself. So right he works but I, for the newspaper. I, I understand. Everything I goes through editors. I just, I just, Everything I look before at that, that final like, print, the editor of so, the company goes, "Okay, print." No, no, you know, I don't know what to do. I, I get it. I get it. But but at the same time, you're gonna. I guess we're gonna argue freedom of speech. We're gonna argue right. And, and and it, I'm just saying. So. I'm defending Cole as well on what he's doing, but we live in a totally different new age. So if Cole's coming out on Twitter, he has to expect stuff like this to happen. It's just the way it works. It, okay. What I, what I would worry about is 
crazy people. And and I say this in, in all honesty, with like religion and, and politics, there's people that are crazy about certain things and they might hurt somebody because their views don't match up to their views. That's Ex why extremism. a lot. Right, extremism. And that, exactly. And that's why a lot of stars don't really talk to the public out in public because you got to worry about people. And I honestly feel like Cole has to kind of worry a little now when he's out in public, because there is people that take this stuff very serious. And that's why oh, yeah. I don't really go there on Twitter because if I speak my mind, who knows? And I'm not trying. If you saw that tweet that he posted, not only did people respond to him, but people were fighting amongst each other's and there was thousands and thousands of tweets. Nobody was really in the middle. It was a lot of anger, craziness. Let's see. Let's see. That was a good question uh, earlier. Let's see. Let's see who's calling here, guys. Let's go ahead and answer this one. Hold on a second. Thanks for calling Breaking Tables. You are on the air. Who is this? This is Scott Reed calling. How you doing, Brian? Scott Reed. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh, not a whole lot. I'm loving the conversation you guys are having now, but I had one question. We're getting all excited about this defense. Okay. One of the things the Bills needed to address was that offensive running back position. I mean, we have Breida coming in. We have Antonio Williams, the guy from last year. You know, and Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, Taiwan Jones. We got to narrow it down. Who are the Bills going to You already know what's coming, Tommy Tampanil. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Christian Wade is going to start. I don't know if they're going to cut either Singletary or Moss. I haven't decided yet. Probably keep Singletary because he looks jacked this offseason. Okay. And oh, then yeah. Antonio Williams will be the uh, RB3. And uh, I can see uh, TJ Yeldon back on the practice field. Good, good question. Uh, that's signed. the only logical answer, right, Neil? Am I right or am I right? Well, uh, TJ Yeldon's under, under contract, so I don't think we're going to see him on the practice field. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing I was wrong about. Okay, damn you, Stat Neil. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I I think that it's going to be Moss and Singletary, one and two, or one and one, basically. And, I mean, yeah, you'll probably see Williams in there. Unfortunately, your boy, Christian Wade, was probably going to be a uh, practice don't squad guy. Don't say it. Oh, Sorry to hear it, but I, I think that's what it's going to end up looking like for the running back room. Oh, and – um. What the hell's his name? The, the guy that Brita. they got from, yeah, Brita. Yeah, I, I think Brita is going to be. Depending on what Moss does, I'll tell you one thing: Brita might be up there fighting for a number one spot too. I don't know about that. I can see number two. That's kind of no. reaching it. That's kind of reaching it, bud. No. Tommy, why why are you saying no, bud? No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> I'll I continue to defend Devin Singletary. Okay, you're saying we had to address the running back. We, we didn't. And I was all on board, and everybody knows, if we've had a chance to dra draft Najee Harris, 100%, because he's going to be a dynamic running back in the league. But we didn't. And I don't think we were willing to go up and trade up for a running back because it's not that important of a need. Devin Singletary did very good his rookie season and was not used that much and still averaged five yards a carry. Last season, there's a lot to look back and say, why did the running backs do bad? There's a lot to it. No no camp, no offseason, no offensive line was a disaster in the beginning. A lot goes to that. And by the time our offensive line got it right, 
we are already a pass-heavy team, and which probably that's just the way we are. We probably are still going to be. Now we're coming into a new season, mini camp, off-season, preseason games. Devin Singletary is going to be ready. The offensive line is going to be ready. As far as number one, two, and three goes, I think Singletary is going to be number one. I don't think Breed is going to be number one because he doesn't know the playbook as well as Devin Singletary. He's just getting there, and he's our speedster guy. I don't think he's as elusive as Singletary. And Moss, I think he's going to be our RB3. I just do. As far as Antonio Williams, though, yes, because he's not going to be – they're almost the same guy. Singletary and Moss are, are are very similar. They're both got the uh, same frame. They both. Yeah, I don't think they're. Moss is more think, of like you, I'm going to run your you ass think over. Moss can be a number one. Well, I don't, no, let, let, let me just yeah, wait, let me just. There's no way. Quick, no, I I I look at Moss as being <laughs> a guy that's going to run. Let me talk, Tommy. <laughs> I Go. see Moss as being a guy that's going to run that? your ass over, and Singletary is going to be a guy that's going to make you look stupid. So you saw Moss guys, run people over Antonio last Williams year right in the middle somewhere. In college, guys, guys, let me just end this question with a great question. Year. Do you do you guys really want to see a running game? I don't. I want to see a more productive, higher-powered offense than last year. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, the only way we're, – we're getting four 1,000-yard receivers. So we don't even need to talk about the running back room. But that's a great question, though. Scott, I appreciate but, but you calling real in, quick, brother. Before I was cut off, Antonio Williams in preseason, it, that's going to be interesting. I agree. That's going to be an interesting. Okay. I agree yeah. with that. Because you don't know. If he does really well, then, yeah, that could shake up the running back room. See, that's what I'm excited about. I think Singletary and Moss are one, two, and Antonio Williams is the hybrid between those two. And then if they keep a fourth running back, it's going to be Brita. And then what's that do for our special teamer, Taiwan Jones and, and uh, Wade? I think that's uh, definitely an interesting to see what happens in preseason and camp. Yeah. Well, Taiwan awesome. Jones is a special team. I mean, that's pretty much what he's always been. Yeah. And yeah. he's a vet guy. Right. So do we keep that fourth running back? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So Antonio Williams or Breeders got to be out. This is going to be the most anticipated preseason, preseason. Yep. ever, dude. I just, I cannot wait for preseason one. I just, I can't. And people are like, it's just preseason. No, there's more than that. When you've got a good team like this and you got a deep roster and it's like, oh man, I really don't want him going, but we get to keep this person over here for this position. So uh, right. definitely our running back is one of the deeper positions. So that's a great question, Thanks, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. I got to get though. Yeah, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate Go the Bills. Call. Thanks for calling. Go Bills. Good call. Good question, Scott. I think that was the uh, the Scott Reed from twenty four seven Buffalo Fandemonium. I think they're they're going to be on uh, next Thursday, uh, July eighth. Them and their crew. So we're going to have some uh, some interesting uh, conversations going on. So man, these are all pretty good uh, good calls so far, guys. Keep keep bringing it in. Call in to voice your thoughts. Make fun of Tommy or Neil. Eight seven 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 one six seventeen fourteen. You can That's make fun seven. of uh, Save the Beavers as well. Save the beavers, guys. Okay. I'm an animal uh, activist. So you have to, you know, save the beavers. That's it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> uh, guys, 4th of July is coming around the corner. What are y'all doing this? Uh... <laughs> I'll be on a plane. Where are you going? Well, I'm flying up to Buffalo on oh, the 30th. Right. And I am flying back on the 4th to make it back just in time for fireworks. 
Nice, dude. Nice, bro. You're, you have to go to the stadium and uh, do a live show from the stadium, Bill Stadium. However, I also kind of hope my sister's Angel not stadium. watching this because it is a surprise for her. Oh, great. You know she watches it. Dude. She's like the number one fan. Uh, so there we go. Way to ruin that surprise, asshole. Yeah, uh, I, think my, I think my daughter already ruined it, so. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Tommy, what are you doing for the fourth, bub? Uh, barbecue man you know you got, yeah. you got a barbecue right that that's that's the tradition of july 4th weekend everybody barbecues fireworks drinking some beer relaxing and uh, celebrating Save the snakes what? i don't know she's we I got, I got a weird i got a weird family bro it's just uh dark and twisted but i love them uh that's awesome i mean that's fourth of july man we get to uh just fire up the grill and whether close the shades and watch like hbo max you know maybe uh Watch uh, ten, the Zack Snyder. Ten fingers, guys. Hours. Ten fingers. Let's keep ten fingers after Fourth of July. Let's keep. Okay, we're not. We're yeah, not going to pull like some uh, some uh, John oh, Pierre Paul kind of stuff. Guys. Right. We don't. We don't want that. <laughs> all right. Oh, you don't want to look like a Ninja oh, Turtle the rest of your, Look like a Ninja Turtle the rest of your life, <laughs> John. Uh, what? Uh, thanks, Brian. Uh, all right, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. What kind of what kind of year do you think Dawson Knox has? Okay, Dawson Knox. Okay, they just came out. Not only is he seeing an AI specialist, hand eye coordinating specialist, or something, whatever they're called. Neil, can you Google that? What is that called specifically? I don't even know what it's called, um, but he. I know that I read also, the article and he's seeing somebody. And he also went to the uh, university, like uh, tight end university, tight end university, or something with uh, with other top notch. Uh, George Kittle and uh, Travis Kelsey were hosting. So, I mean, that's good. I think that's good to try to try to get, uh, you know, get, try to get better at what your craft is. Right, Neil? Absolutely. I mean, if they can, if you can go to a class where he's learning things from, you know, Kittle, it can't be bad. So I'm hoping that uh, I'm very interested to see how, what he looks like in preseason as well, because you need to figure out what we're going to do with that position realistically if he's gonna have another rough year you gotta go somewhere else you can't keep hoping and hoping and hoping i mean if we use him as a as a pass for a pass heavy uh team could he essentially just not have a tight end and put in like a isaiah hodgins or something i don't know why yeah, can't he do that yeah gotta have a tight end to block stuff like yeah. that man well if you're Jacob hollister it, though will be interesting yeah, I agree. I will say that he's going to be interesting this season. Dawson Knox, however, uh, Tampa Neal is one hundred percent right. This is his last chance to prove that he belongs on the roster. Um, yeah. I think the Bills have been more than patient with him, and mm -hmm. I think that McDermott and Bean they see flashes of like awesome plays. They see flashes, but then they see, oh my God, he's dropping the easiest passes, or he's Miss, he's throwing the wrong way or he, he's missing a block. So there's mm -hmm. plays that are like, wow. And there's plays that are like, oh, what are you doing? So I think the tight end university thing is going to help him with a lot of that mistakes that he's making. You got to remember with Knox, he just kind of started in the tight end position a little bit late. It wasn't like he was a tight end his whole, you know, yeah. playing football career. He barely touched the ball in college. His touchdown with us, I believe, was his first ever. ever. Yeah. Right. So, what does that tell you? So, yes, I think they just want they want to see how far a ceiling go. Now, this is it. I, I feel like, man, 
if he's going to this freaking university thing and he still shows nothing, then that's it. You got to move on. You have to yeah. move on. But I don't think it's a position where it's like, oh my, like where we're going to have to stress it. Like, like if he doesn't work out this year, like we're not going first round pick tight end. It's just, I don't, I, there's a lot of decent tight ends out there you could sign good to decent that are available and free agency that you don't have to worry about that. I so I'm going to go ahead and bl- take the blame on this one. Uh viewers, I am so sorry. <laughs> so uh he had a great year his rookie year and then I went out and got a signed Dawson Knox jersey. Oh, damn it. And then he had the year that he had last year. Uh, I, I gave it away as a Christmas present. So, <laughs> uh, so this is going to be interesting to see how he does this year. So uh, you're welcome. Uh, I hope he's going to have that, that kind of year and all this help that he's doing. So that's a great question. Uh, Mafia, if you guys are still viewing, call in, hit that hotline number, breaking tables, hotline, call in at one 1714 that's the Buffalo zip code and Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. So give us a jingle, make our, you uh, make us laugh. You, uh, you get a, a present from Tampa Neal. Okay. I'm just looking at our depth at tight end. Cool. Little on the rough side. That might be. Well, I'm with you on the Hollister thing because uh, didn't he, he play in Wyoming with Josh Allen? He did. Yeah, he did. And he wasn't bad in Seattle. He actually, last season, he had a little setback last season. But he actually was not that bad his his first season with Seattle. Mm -hmm. He's an interesting player. I I will say that. We'll we'll see. That's another preseason guy that's going to be interesting to watch. Will Hollister beat out Knox for the job? Because you better believe Knox is going to play preseason. He better. Hollister does not drop balls. Just looking... Just looking at this tight ends that we have, I mean, it's yes. Yeah, I mean, un- unless they go and get somebody here very soon, which I-, I don't realistically see happening. I know people talk about everything in the entire world, but I mean, it lo- it's looking like it's going to be Sweeney, Hollister, and Knox, and those are going to be our three tight ends that we're dressing every week. Unless I don't injured. think Sweeney's dressing. I think Sweeney again is going to be a practice squad player. Yeah, I, I don't see Sweeney. Sweeney has. There, not there's gone. three other tight ends that have never played a down. Gilliam well, is, is is more of a fullback tight end, so he's not really mm. a tight end. Like we're not really Nate. we use him more for fullback. Like how often do you see Gilliam last? You know what I mean? Like I don't see him even maybe even making the team because fullbacks. I mean we don't really use them anymore. Yeah, you know. So Nate, Nate Becker, right? That's not happening. That's probably another <laughs> cut. And then Becker, he's been on the team last. I think he was on there last season. He's not making the team. Oh, uh, he played one game last year, sort of. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rock on. All right. Uh Eric uh, goes, I want to see the D get to the QB more this season. And that's what I think 100%. they're doing. That's what yep. I think they're I doing. They addressed yep. this offseason. Uh, and this uh, kind of ties into the first person who called and said uh, Ryan Hickman when he called and said, Hey, uh, why are we why are we investing in all these defensive tackles, defensive edges? Well, there's a big reason why. How many look this up? How many 200 yard games last year did we uh did we have? Uh, I can tell you two of them re- related to our loss. Uh, they they related to our loss. But if you look it up, there was like four or five games that we had. Our defense gave up 200 yards uh, uh, or more. And that, mm-hmm. that was, you know, of course, we outpowered them with the with Josh Allen's arm. But 
uh, I, I think that just puts too much pressure on the team. So what do you do? You, you freaking, uh, you, you invest heavily in your first two rounds at, at the, uh, on the trenches. And that's exactly what they're doing. Well, I think that's, they also, the bills saw what Tampa did to the chiefs. Yep. And they're like, they attacked the living crap out of Mahomes, and it worked. He wasn't able to do a damn thing in the Super Bowl. Nothing. Right. So, well, well, if you date that back, really, New England, who beat Kansas City the year before that, did the same thing. They brought the, they brought the heat, and, and mm-hmm. that's what you got to do. And it's so frustrating, really, the last kind of two seasons, not seeing us get to the quarterback. And it, it like it, it's, I feel like they're back there. They're just picking us apart, and you got to get to them, man. And and we had a really tough time last season, and that had a lot to do with Star being out too, because we mm-hmm. rely a lot on our defensive tackles, a lot. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like even this season, the defensive tackle position is still kind of a little scary to me, man. Like, yeah, Star's coming back, but like Brian said, he has to get back to form, right? Like, he's not going to just jump and be the star we knew. He, it's going to take him a game or two, I think. What do you think about this, Tommy? Then, then you got Ed Oliver. Right, yeah. who's who, who should play a lot better? I'm expecting it, and then, then you got Vernon Butler, who actually was one of our better defensive tackles. But is he that? You know what I mean? And then you got Harrison. He's Wolf, not a, which he, is he's shaky. not a guy that's going to attack the quarterback. Right, mode. right. Yeah. And then you got Justin Zimmer, who 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 could take Harrison Phillips' job because he mm-hmm. actually played pretty well last season when we got him. Um, so it is interesting, but I think we need to upgrade our defensive tackle position if Harrison Phillips uh, can't cut it this season. We it's going to be uh, interesting to see what they can come up with, and we might even have some uh, surprise gems because, you know, we, we just signed two uh, two uh, more defensive tackles from other – I think one was from the Cowboys and one was from the uh, Eagles. Seahawks, I believe. Se- mm-hmm. Seahawks, some, something with a bird, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, people – didn't know who Daryl Johnson was uh, That's right. prior to la- before before last year. So yep. you have that you have that going for you. That's but right. You never know. You never know. This is uh, the process. This is Sean McDermott's team, and he's gonna agree. Uh, he's got the pieces in play to get the best and uh, to you know squeeze blood out of a out of a rock. I also I think, think that's another think that interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Tampanio. I think that McDermott's got a lot, a lot of pride on attacking the quarterback as well. So I'll tell you, you put a little bit of pressure on that quarterback. Our defensive backs are as good as the NFL gets. Like, I mean, we're, we're, we're top one, possibly two best defensive backs in the NFL. Yep. Yeah. Well, what I was tell you, well, what's interesting is the edge position, right? So you got AJ Espineza, who supposedly is looking really good in camp. Yeah, so it's just it. shorts right now, right? So it's not really – we'll see what preseason. <laughs> yeah. uh, then you got the two rookies. Then you got Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes. It's kind of loaded in the edge position. So I'm very yeah. curious how that – like they said they weren't going to cut Mario Addison. That, that I, I remember Beans coming out and saying, no, we're going to keep him. And I believe they do want to keep them just to tutor up the young guys. Yeah, And that's absolutely. good. But you still got three edges. So somebody – even with the rookies, so you got Russo, you got you got Boogie Basham and AJ. You can't have three edges. So someone might be put in the defensive tackle position. You never know. They do that. McDermott or, has been known to do that. Shift players or around. You could even 
it'd be very interesting to see if he has one of them dropping back into a linebacker position as well. Right. Maybe they're not going to go nickelback all the time where they might run with three linebackers and having right. one of them run as a linebacker position. Exactly. Exactly. So it'll be, so that would be interesting think, to yeah. see. Yeah. And they all got pretty, pretty good speed, by the way. Tommy, we're agreeing way too much right now. This is weird. I don't know what's going. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. I'm like, what the hell is going <laughs> on with you two? I mean, you're on the show together uh, before, before I, hey, here's what we're going to talk about. Oh, okay, buddy. <laughs> Fist bump. Howdy. And do you guys a little weird handshake you guys do? Cool. <laughs> Keep me out of your uh, guys' little club. Um, guys, okay. Back on topic. Speaking of old school, what do you guys think about the new uh, helmet uh, in 2022? Yeah, baby, we're getting, we're breaking back the red oh, helmets. Oh my, I love I'm, it. I'm clearing up because this is going to be epic. Uh, coming off a Super Bowl win, we're going to be able to wear whatever helmets we want to wear, uh, and I think it's going to be cool. And and throwback unis too, right, Tommy? What oh man, think? dude, yep. I miss that red helmet, man. I miss it so much, and it, you know how sick that's going to look with with the color red, the red yeah. rush jerseys that we wear, the all red. I mean, that's going to look. We're yeah. gonna have the dopest, I think, uniforms in the no NFL doubt. for sure. There's, there's been a few players that have come out saying how happy they are about that. Stefan uh, Diggs, Diggs came out today. Is that Reed yeah. Ferguson? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited yeah. about it too. Yeah, it's cool to show off stuff. You know how like it, it plus it looks good. It looks good to see them out of their uniform. It adds another element. You know the the, the prop bets is uh, will they score these points wearing these uniforms? Whatever. Uh, I'm sure there's a prop bet out there. Game one of 2022. Uh, what what color is the helmet going to be? <laughs> you know, there's already yeah. bets out there, uh, and the, uh, the the favorite is the is the red helmet, and I think a lot of people want that. Uh, uh, that so I think it's gonna be cool. I like it. I like change. I like different things each and out, and uh, kind of interesting. So if you guys agree with us, call eight seven 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 one six seventeen. 14 that is the breaking tables hotline you get tampa neil and you can only talk to tampa neil make fun of him anybody anybody all hey so i know that we all hate the pff rankings is like everybody else but garbage, garbage not only not even just them just any of these yeah. rankings you know bullshit things wait brian where's your uh stats don't really matter thing let's Oh yeah, you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> hold on a minute, wait for it. Okay. To me, stats really don't matter. Really don't matter. So the top cornerback list came out, and I was surprised to see that. Oh geez, even, uh, number seven was where Tre'Davious White came up. Bull seven. Crap. Absolute bull crap. It's not his fault. Nobody wants to throw it to him. Nope, not Stephon, as Stefan Gilmore was number six, who barely played last year. <laughs> who might barely play this, this is who? Like, we're literally talking about trading. This is the PFF, PFF? one, yes. Yeah, of course. The same PFF. company that says Josh Allen right. is not a top 10 quarterback. Stop it. All right. Number so. 40 on, on the top player list of 2021. A guy that's coming back as the uh, almost the MVP. MVP. Right. Yeah, runner, the, up, right. Uh, runner up. The runner up. Who MVP. got votes. And it's funny to me that Lamar Jackson, who won the MVP, sure, hit the following season, they had him in the top 10 of that year's 20 uh, top players coming in. 
Josh Allen, who put up, I believe, better stats than he did. Yep. Especially for better passing. Wins and right. beat him better in wins. Better wins. Got us to the AFC Championship. By the way, Lamar Jackson's been knocked out that year right away. And he, they, had, they had him at 40 because they said that he played bad his rookie season and not so good the season after. So we got to see. That's the reason that he's I mean, better. What, the word just doesn't make sense. sense. I don't Manny understand. His rookie season, too. Right. Not one of those quarterbacks in that draft, including Baker Mayfield, who played okay. Other than that, nobody shined. And Josh Allen still got us to the playoffs the very next season. Lamar Jackson got booted out of the very first season. Baker Mayfield didn't get into the playoffs till last season. Josh Allen got us to the AFC Championship the year after. So I don't understand where they're where they're going with the list because if you look at the list of it, was Ryan Tannehill? 40, was Ryan Tannehill bro, in there? I, I have to look, but bro, there's some know. players on there that you're going to be like, "Are you kidding me? Like, are you serious right now?" Like. Josh Allen is not above him. It's 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 ridiculous. That's why those sites, PFF, though, especially them, I, I can't take serious. I, I can't. They're like yeah, the Nick Wrights. I mean, you know what I mean? Of the they world. Got a, they it's, got a dartboard. They got a dartboard, right? They're over here like this in the office. Oh, look yep. at that. We're going to go ahead and give him number seven according to my dart marking. Yeah. <laughs> That I, I, you know, I'd love to get him on just to be like, what the fuck goes through your mind when you hit approve this article? What the fuck like, goes where do your, your numbers mind? come from? Like, where, where does, where does your mindset come from when you look at these? It's not, these it, it, I, I don't even, it, it's not, it, it's like Nick Wright and, and, and Skip, these guys, they, they hated on Josh Allen since he was a rookie mm -hmm. and they bashed him so bad. That they they no matter what he does, I think they just want to be right that he's bad. So they're gonna just lie and point out like ridiculous plays. Like even though we won, it's funny we want we beat the Colts, and, and the first thing they say is they talk about Josh Allen's fumble and how he could have cost us nothing. That what good that he did. Not the fact that we won. We haven't won a game playoff game since the ninety. It's right. it's just crazy to me that that's the hate. That Josh Allen's making the AFC East, you know, and uh, it. it's wild. It really is, man. And Lamar, Lamar Jackson you gotta, basically you lost it. the game because he threw an interception in the end zone that came back for a pick six. Stop it. Right. You don't belong in the top 50. I'm sorry. Got to block the noise, man. Just, just so you guys know, CBS's cornerback list has got Trey White as number three. Who's ahead of him? I'd want to know who's ahead of him. Um, Jerry Alexander from the Packers and Jalen Ramsey. Oh my God, Jalen Ramsey is still in the I think conversation. White, I, I think what is better than Ramsey? That's for sure. He's still in that's that conversation. They don't watch football. Then they don't watch football. Well, they, they just they just like, well, Ramsey was amazing yeah. in Jacksonville. So I means he, i.e., he's still amazing in whatever crap team he's playing for to now. Give them credit, CBS. They did have Josh Allen number two uh, on the on the quarterback list. Uh, so, so uh, PFF, you suck. Then, CBS, you're a little more respectful. Yeah, uh, not by much. You're, you're like on a thread. You're just not on a thread. Just minuscule. Guys, call in eight seven 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 one six one seven fourteen. Let's all make fun of Tommy. That's eight. I will say when it, when um when Jalen Ramsey when Jalen Ramsey got his contract, I was very happy that we signed White prior to him because the I mean well the Rams will pay for everybody, but. They, 
insanely overpaid for Ramsey, I think. I think Ramsey's a very talented player, but I don't think he's better than White is, that's for sure. Well, they insanely overpaid for their running back who's no longer on the team. <laughs> yes. So, you know, yeah. Guaranteed, Listen. by the way, was like fifty-six million of that contract. And that's what a yeah. lot of like people don't really get about these contracts. It's the guarantee that really makes the contract. And that dude yeah. got fifty-six million. And he's not, I don't even know if he's a starter anymore in the league. Is he does he even start? I think he went to Atlanta, <laughs> maybe. I don't we think ta- he starts, bro. We guys talking about he still still talking the about running the back for the Rams. Um, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, you know he was popular for a quick minute. He got hurt. So oh, Griffin, Griffin, or uh, uh, right, Griffin. some grip. No, some. Look it up, Tampa Neal. Look it up, Tampa. Yeah, who is that? He was because he was pretty good, like one year. He was he was good, good. And then he got hurt. Yeah, he, like, kept on getting, and he kept on getting hurt, right? Todd he hurt Gurley. his leg. Gurley, Gurley, yes. Yeah, because I picked yeah, him. He, I, he got injured season. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Or he, he was the injured play- for the Super Bowl. Right, in the playoffs. And yeah. then he, he was amazing at fantasy. You know, picking him was, was always one of my, he was my go to fantasy. And then, like, the year after that, it was just like, rap. It was a rap. And they way overpaid. And it's funny now they're they're Gary, saying hey, hey, call in 877-716-1714. Get on the air. Talk shit with Tampa Neil, Tommy, and save the beavers. <laughs> Guys, it's funny how um, they have the Rams going to the Super Bowl because they got Stafford who's aging. I don't understand that <laughs> these pick people picking these teams are are unbelievable man bro uh, okay so in 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 their defense i don't i'm not defending it by any way but it'd be like if i was a popular like editor edit like just publishing company and i went with christian wade is going to start over singletary i'd be absolutely fucking roasted you know (laughs) of course uh, you would be let go that afternoon yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you wouldn't, because it would because it would cause so much stir on social media. Thanks for watching, Shane. That it, it, it would it would he, people would watch it and give it ratings, and that's all they care about. 877-716-1714. Call and let's make fun of Tommy. That's the breaking tables hotline. Um, guys, all right, moving on to uh, the next topic. Okay, so we were t- we talked about the uh, the whole controversial thing with the Buffalo News. We just won't listen to him anymore. I get it. Um, you know, Bruce Smith was actually talking about there's an article that came out that there was actually uh, not really matters at all. I think they're I think it's cool, but uh, I don't it just it was all over the news. So we're going to talk about it because it's related. And he says that there were gay teammate on the 90s squad and tommy's like well let's play a game where we get to guess who it is I'm like no we can't do that Tommy. <laughs> we're, not, that. we're not gonna do that we can <laughs> talk about said, it let's play the game <laughs> we're gonna talk about it though um <laughs> without getting in trouble tommy <laughs> uh no that's cool who cares man if you guys are good on the field that is all that matters that's all that freaking matters that outside of that well, you know what is just, you know what's kind of interesting life. about that, though? And I'm not going to guess the player because there could have been a freaking practice squad guy. I have no idea. But yeah. he did say there was one, maybe two. So, like, is he thinking maybe one, another one was? But he's not quite sure because he didn't say just there was two. He said one, maybe two. <laughs> so, like, 
it's kind of funny. Like, is he thinking there was another guy? But he's <laughs> not quite sure. Was it, you know, it was like 95, I don't know, that guy kind of, right? He incriminates himself. We're like, oh, we know who it is. The defensive edge or <laughs> just says something else. It's like, oh my, Bruce, come on, and man. Now, our former players calling him right now. Calling, yeah. like, I know. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, I, had, I had to text my uh, my Uber drinks. Um, I got I got a uh, I got I hired a uh, a bartender for this event, so I was just placing an order with my bartender for another glass of of wine. Uh, yes, I'm being sophisticated tonight. Not drinking any beer for all you guys. Um, so if you like that, like it and subscribe. I think I'm supposed to say that. I don't know, but, uh, moving on. I think that's cool. Regardless. Uh, I, I'm kind of curious to, you know, just to, you know, just be like, Oh, right. What, who it would be? They all like seem so tough and badass. You know what I mean? Oh, Uber drinks is here. So it's like, I would never like, <laughs> ever consider it because, Oh, thank you. Uber drinks. That's Guadalupe, my bartender. Thanks. Guadalupe. I thought I was going to just chug it out of the bottle. That would have been amazing. Oh, shit. No, I was going to give her this back. <laughs> <laughs> no we're not doing we're not doing we're not playing that game today guys uh, i got an early morning today tomorrow but i will uh, say cheers though, to all the viewers before we get into this yeah. cheers to all the viewers cheers to tap and neil tommy um, guys this is monday breaking tables and the the only added feature is we want you guys to call in dial that number below one eight seven 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 one six one seven one four that's eight seven 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 one six 1714. Um, that must be an, an omen because uh, Josh Allen and Diggs is going to have a uh, record season this year again. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> All right. So, who was it, Tommy? Who do you think it is? No, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But we have a I roster was going to say, though, Kevin Neal, do you have a roster up? Can that, we just. What, what, year, what year are we, we, we going to look at? About, listen, we, we don't have to answer. We don't have to go there. What we can head and do is we can just coincidentally. Look over the roster. Let's pick a year. Let's go with 94. Okay. Pull that up. We we, we have a guest that's uh Brad Keith says, What up, Tampa Deal? What's up, Brad? Brad, call in. Call in 877-716-1714. So we, we had a, a regular guest that uh was on the 94 roster. And by regular, he's been on a couple times. <laughs> All right, let's pick 93. So. I, I think golf the guy. He's going to kick my ass. I could always ask him, too. Guys, I'll, I'll come back with that. Let's just uh We'll be curious but, uh, what, what, what he has Yeah, to I mean, I really don't, listen, don't get me wrong. I really don't care. I mean, I still I still respect them that they're a Buffalo Bills. I'm sure I'd, yeah, still, I I, I'd still ask for their autograph. I'd still ask for a picture with you. I'd still ask for a high five. Maybe not but so I, much. A but I will say, though, you know, in that environment, football environment, even basketball, pro sports in general, the word is thrown around there a little bit when people get heated and they say stuff. It's going to be interesting, though, moving forward when someone says something like that because it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. So with a, with him coming out, this is, you know, his teammates got to be really careful because it, it happens. Sometimes people just say it not even knowing, you know what I mean? Like, so... That's a shaky thing, man. Because you were, you got to remember back in the day that every, it, just the way it was in locker rooms. It's a little. Well, bit wasn't different. the '90s? Didn't they invent bullying? Wasn't that like it was in the yeah, '90s where, like, where people started actually dying of bullying because of that? <laughs> right. So 
So I get what you're saying. You that that could never have happened back in the environment, day. and it's 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 whatever. Right. Now it's back then. It was a big taboo. We don't talk about it, but whatever. It is what it is. They still right. had a great team, and I'd still want a picture with them. That's all. Oh no doubt. No, I don't care as long as you're freaking making plays, man. I don't care what you do. Yeah, if you're, you're off good time, on the field, man. I don't really give a crap. <laughs> that's, that's that's on you, man. I'll tell you, <laughs> you, you, you look, for, you look at this. You look at this roster of '93. There were some badass dudes on this roster. <laughs> Let's start with the defensive side of it. Oh. <laughs> the defensive side. <laughs> I mean, Daryl Talley. Oh, no. oh, he's married, so he's probably out of that. Not. Uh, we're not gonna go. We're not gonna go. We can't. We can't. We can't do this. Hold on a minute. Oh man, that was that was fun, guys. Got you. <laughs> yeah, there 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 were some badass dudes on this roster. That's for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't fuck with any of these guys during yeah. the nineties. You had to be you had to be a little on the crazy side to be playing in the nineties. Absolutely, absolutely. With the locker room with Daryl Talley, Cornelius Bennett, yeah, uh, Bruce. I mean, jeez. Uh, yeah, Bruce just Bruce himself, you know, just absolute uh, demolition. It's that's awesome. Uh 877-716-1714. I we haven't had a call in a while, guys. What's going on? Let's uh let's uh, come come happen? ask us one more question here before we uh we snooze off the bed. Uh we do thank you uh thus far for watching Breaking Tables. Uh, hit that like and subscribe uh, or share button uh, just shows that you love us too. Or you can call us at 877-716-1714 and you can make fun of us all you want because we give it right back. Okay, brother, give it right back. Who <laughs> We don't hold down. This is a no filter, not suitable for work show. Hoo-ha. <laughs> Take a one. It's kicking in. Dude, this is some. I haven't drank wine in a while, bro. I'm probably gonna feel like a hangover in the morning. Like I'm just gonna go back. I don't know why I ever switched from beer. I had a ton of wine the other day when we went. Took the wife to Burns for dinner. I don't know if you've ever been or heard of Burns, but it's kind of amazing. For a weekend at Bernie's. Close, but Great. not quite. <laughs> Great movie, um, guys. I do want to bring up this issue: uh, the Olympics. Olympics just started. Uh, last Friday, and I, I don't know. May, maybe I feel as like is the Olympic doesn't mean anything anymore. It's just it's not as hyped out as it like it, it's it always has years in the past. I feel uh, years in the past are always. I just I just feel that it's more like oh I'm so maybe I'm just so focused on the Olympics uh, four years ago that uh, or even two years ago when they had the Winter Olympics right. I love the Olympics. <clears throat> I just, I just feel like that this year is different. I feel this year is different with everything that's going on. There's not much. I don't see much coverage on it, and the only coverage that I do see, if it's something controversial, um, like uh, what Gwendolyn Barry did, is like during the uh, the 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 uh, their medal ceremony when they were getting their medals. If I understood that correctly, uh, when when the national anthem played, which mind you, it plays at certain times. Uh, every single day and theirs was that 540 which coincidentally was a time when she was getting her medal and she just like turned around the opposite way whatever uh how i mean without i mean it's it's we're in a unfortunately we're in a country right now where we can't even talk about that because if you're not gonna like what i i say and i'm not gonna like what you say or kind of world and i just think that if you're representing the united states and the national anthem is part of uh 
of bringing people together and, and sacrificing things. And uh, I mean, it, it's, it's part of your country. It is your country. It's our, it's your national anthem. That's what you represent uh, being allowed to live in the United States, calling yourself a citizen. Uh, I just, I just feel like I, I don't think it's, this is the right platform to, to provide, provide that. Uh, Tampa Neal, what do you think? Um, I mean, you know, I agree with you hundred percent with that. I, in, I believe the, uh, Tokyo Olympic Committee has also stated that they do not want to have any acts of anything going on during a a ceremony like that, a medal ceremony. And pretty much saying that they're speaking directly to Well, I think they they banned it like like 2020, yeah. they they banned it for like to using that as a platform. Correct. Um, you know, it's you know for like the the, the kneeling of the flag and all that and that. I just yep. like, I don't know. It's, you know, guys, we're there for the sport. We're there for the anthem. I don't think it's a good opportunity, a good time, but that's just me. Everybody might look at it differently than you're allowed to. I commend you for that. I just think that you're representing the U S should be about, you know, the U S not like slips, basically just turning your back on them. And that's how I took Correct. it. And I don't, I don't think, I don't know. Whatever, Tommy, what do you think about that one, dude? Um. Okay. So I'm going to go with the football side of things real quick. I know we're talking about them, but I personally like when players kneel and all that started happening with basketball and football, you know, pro sports. I didn't get that affected by it by like a lot of people. And my whole feeling is I don't really think that the the players should even be out there if they don't have to be out. Like, don't go out there then. It's not going to affect me watching the game if you go out and want to stand up for the flag. So just leave the team in the and, and let them choose what they want to do in the locker room. If they they have TVs in their in their locker room, they can stand and they don't have to put like them on TV showing they're standing and saluting. That's let that, you know, cuz that's the new age we're in now. Now yeah. as far as the Olympics go, listen, you join the Olympics for a reason, right? Like you 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 are Going to, to your country. Represent to the represent, United exactly. States of it's America. Totally, yes, it's a totally different, totally different thing. Like you are representing where you're coming from. And that that's for any country. Yep. So if you're coming from Germany, can you imagine a German person to turn it? It would be chaos there too. People will be talking about it the same way. And you shame on her, to be honest with you, for doing that. Because if that was your mindset going in you should have russia never you'd, even you'd joined be, you'd be shot in china. <laughs> russia, you, you in china never, never doing that you'd never see them again they would disappear right yep. oh 100 <laughs> well i'm not saying but you you're that's a, that's you know on the other side of it that's the beauty of being in the u.s where you you you're you know you can you could rep you could show people in the world see listen i'm allowed to do this uh i get it okay we all get it we we all hope that every we we all want equality we all, we all want peace uh, I just think we should leave uh, the Summer Olympic, excuse me, the, the Olympics in general. Uh, let that be between the, the states. Keep your mind off of the political things, the political agendas and the things in life. Uh, right. We want sports to get away from the craziness. And now 100%. we're in a time where we can watch the United States versus the world. Let's just right. leave it at that. Nothing else. And you that have, right. And you have so much time to voice your opinion. To do Absolutely. whatever Absolutely. you want to do. You, I mean, these people are, even though she's in Olympics, people know who you are. 
So even if you voice your opinion after the Olympics, people are going to listen to you if you if you feel like you need to turn your back or say something that's bothering you. But going to the Olympics and doing that is really like a slap in the face for yep. everybody else that was trying to be in the Olympics that couldn't make it. I know. You know, it's it's just it's sad because I'm, there's a lot of people that couldn't be there that maybe got hurt, maybe or you know weren't qualified. And I wish somebody then, would call in on this. You know, I'll hear an outside point of view uh, from a caller. So call in 877-716-1714. I'd, I'd like to hear your view on this uh, because, you know, this is a sports show. Even though it's a Bills sports show, but it's the Olympics. And we live in the United States of America. And we're going to go Team USA because uh, that's what we do. And for the Bloods around the corner. So you know we're oh, going to yeah. be celebrating our independence. But you see, Brian, that's, an- that's another very touchy subject. When we were talking about like Corona and race and religion. What can we talk that, about nowadays? No, though? no. I'm I mean, just saying like, my point is I don't mind. I I'm all for it. But my point is me saying, I don't mind that the players, if you're going to sit or not stand, it doesn't affect me, but somebody might say now they hate me. You get what I'm saying? Because I feel like it's not that big of a deal if they choose. You know what I mean? So it's, you're, that's yeah, absolutely. such a touchy I'm, subject. That's just like, I don't mind talking about it because, hey, I'm going to speak my mind. But that's why athletes and musicians and stuff, that's why they kind of stay away from that because it affects not their lately. career. Not it lately, affects, bro. Not, it's no, not, not lately. But there's still, if you don't, trust me, there's a lot that bites your tongue. There's a ton because it could hurt their career. It could it get people that are crazy going after you. I'm telling you, man, there's not everybody. Not everybody is like Cole Beasley, for instance, for the COVID thing. Because think about it. How many players are in the NFL? Who else has spoken out about this other than Cole Beasley that you heard of? Yeah. Out of all the players, you're telling me all the players only Cole Beasley feels this way? No way. Yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's a lot to feel that <laughs> way. And, and, and I'll tell you one thing. There's the Bills as a team are, a, and, and I don't even know why they even release stuff like this, but they do, are one of the lowest for vaccinations. No, we are. And, 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 and I know and nobody's that. Nobody's talked about Josh, by the way. I know. And, and I, we talked I about Josh. Like we talked about right. Tremaine Edmonds. Exactly. He's also been very right. not wanting that. But what if Porter, Josh doesn't? Porter's actually been very right. vocal about not wanting it. Right. So if Josh doesn't get it, cut Josh. Yeah. Right. Because because everyone's quick to say cut cut Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. But what if Josh comes out and says, you know what? Not for me. I don't trust it. You know, it's it's not FDA. Whatever he wants to say, or hey, I'm not putting anything in my body like that. Yeah. I would love to see. The Bills fans, the same ones that are bashing Cole Beasley, I want to see if they do the same for Josh Allen. Because if they do, then you got to, then I don't know what to tell you. Then, then, you then, you're taking, then you're taking sports and that too serious. You got you, you got to differentiate the two. Um, what are you got going over there, Brian? You are totally frozen, Brian. Yeah, you are. <laughs> what is going on with the internet in Miami? What the hell? What is going on? <laughs> Uh, is there a hurricane going on over there? <laughs> I think the subject really messed Brian. <laughs> oh, that, that's the FCC right there. FCC <laughs> shut his ass it's, down. That's the people that are mad. <laughs> You're ruining Brian. Somebody is mad no. about our topic. Done. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we got to get on this right away. <laughs> get this show off the air immediately. <laughs> 
Zuckerberg. It's the NFLPA. It's the NFLPA. It's tweeting. Sounds like you're tweeting over there, Brian. Oh, my God. Uh, it is storming out here, guys. It is. Uh, we got Category 5 out here. <laughs> okay, Tampa Neal. So, let's just do this for Brian. Because <laughs> Brian. There we go. There we go. There we go. See you yeah, later, there we go. So we'll finish the show here. So <laughs> as I was saying, um, Cole Beasley is the only dude that spoke up about this. And I'm telling you right now, it's not just our team. There's plenty mm-hmm. and plenty, plenty of players that are not going to get vaccinated. So to, it's just he put himself out there. And that's why I give him props for it. But I will say this. The NFL is not forcing Cole Beasley to get the vaccination. However, Correct. they have rules for players on art. And unfortunately, you have to go by the rules that they put in place for players that are vaccinated. And it sucks. And I know it sucks for him because you just went through a whole season of having to get all these shots, you know, mask and all that other crap. And I get it. I'm told, Jude, trust me, I get it. But if that's the rules they put in place, that's just what you're going to have to deal with. And it sucks. But if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's, 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 that's the way it is. You know, and I, and I'm, I'm not saying he should because, you know, but it's a decision. It's just the way it is, I, I, is, is what I'm saying. And, and once he put himself, only, on, yeah. I think the only name that I've seen that out there that has come out yes, with the same type of attitude is, um, like uh, Joe Mixon came out. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, Joe. He's, Mixon. he's the only other big name I think that I've seen to come out. Everybody else is just like, I'm just not going to say a damn thing, right? And yeah. even even uh, I mean, when Poyer has gone on his shows or has done interviews, he starts off saying, "I'm not talking about vaccinations," and so is Josh Allen. I love I love Jordan Poyer, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now, Jordan Poyer. Thank God. We signed him, uh, re, you know, redid his contract. That dude is a stand-up dude. Uh, his That's wife's weird. a little outgoing, but uh, this she, dude's just a good dude. On a lot of topics. Yeah, he's a good overall dude. Um, love Micah Hyde, by the way, too. I think he's a really – we have really good, good guys in this locker room, um, including Cole Beasley, who's, who's a really good person. And, and I feel like people are really too hard on him right now for this thing. And that's why I said the whole COVID thing is vi- like politics right now. And, and, oh, yeah. and it sucks. But but in a way, I, I, I really wish he didn't go on Twitter because he's getting a lot more heat than he would have if he would have just said it to, like, media, let's say. You and he's getting, more, he's getting more annoyed by himself. Like, like yes, all these people, yes. Because he wants to. Like, he should be responding. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I yes. see double of you. You're in two I places. Yeah, two I don't know what's going on. I, I had to switch over my tablet. My uh, my laptop isn't uh, it's going crazy, guys. So we apologize, everybody, but twin? this is the show. <laughs> this is Breaking Tables. I think we've had enough fun for one night. I want to thank – my microphone's over here. I want to thank everybody for watching the show. It's always epic because uh, this is Breaking Tables. Thank you, Coach Sox. We love you guys. You guys have a great, great Code Sox. Get Code Sox. I'll say <laughs> Code socks. We always forget about code socks. Thanks, I'm Tommy. Me, Tommy, <laughs> love you, kid. <laughs> Neil. All right, guys. Neil. Hey, go thanks for doing a show this weekend. This week. 
This is breaking tables, guys. Might be live from the stadium on Thursday. What are you, a Seattle fan with that green background? What's going on? <laughs> no. Go Bills! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. I mean, we're in that show. Everybody knows Tampa's up on that. Bye-bye. Woo! Bye-bye. <laughs>